Hey guys, it's Andrew Duncan here. This is the Agent Monday podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Today, we're going to talk about what to put in your pre-listing kits. Now, pre-listing kits are an interesting topic. It's one that everyone knows about, but many of us don't actually employ as a strategy. Uh, sometimes it's because we don't know what to put in it. Sometimes it just it feels like a bit of a hassle. Sometimes we feel like we don't have the support from a you know an assistant uh, or our office to make it happen. Sometimes we just don't know how to get it to the owner. You know, we, do we hire a courier? Do we drop it around to them? Is that going to be awkward if we turn up on their doorstep unannounced? All these questions that come up, and when a lot of questions come up, that just results oftentimes in procrastination. So uh, the goal of this podcast and this guide is to really encourage you to consider pre-listing kits. If you're not already doing them, I strongly suggest giving it a go. It's a really good way to give you a leg up on the competition and kind of put your foot in front um, before you get around to show the owners uh, what you can do. Uh, if you already do pre-listing kits, but you feel like yours needs a bit of a refresh, this might help give you some fresh ideas. So picture yourself sitting in the office, the phone rings, and it's a potential vendor. They want you to come round and see them about selling their home. How cool is that? So you book an appointment, you start researching, and you know, you, first of all, you're excited to find out if it's an attractive property, if it's going to be one that you might like to sell. But before you get too far into it, your very first step should be to put together a pre-listing kit and get it in front of the owner ASAP. It's a really nice way to round out this uh, this connection that you've just had with them. Uh, to close the loop is, is a term that people often use. Uh, and it's just, it's a cool way to make that potential owner feel like, man, I, re- I made the right decision calling that agent. So what is a pre-listing kit? Let's start right back at the start. It's simply a set of materials that you send out to an owner before your first appointment. This info should set the scene for your marketing and or provide the owner with any info you want them to read before you arrive. It might include information on you, uh, your company, it might include information on the current market, might include some testimonials, might include information on how you like to do business, something that gives them an impression of of how you operate. This doesn't need to be essentially written down. It could just be uh, kind of non-verbally said by what's in the box itself. Now, a little note here, it's not a pre-listing kit if you just take it along to the appointment. I've seen this happen so many times where the agents have a pre-listing kit, don't bother delivering it first, take it along with them and give it to the owner when they turn up. That doesn't count. That doesn't do anything. They're probably not even going to look at it. To win hearts and minds, you need to get it in the seller's hands as early as possible, preferably, preferably the very same day they call to book the appointment, at least a day or two before you arrive at the property. So, why use a pre-listing kit? A pre-listing kit shows your potential seller that you are organized, professional, and that you prioritize their business. Yes, it can be hard to put them together and it's a challenge to get it delivered quickly and it's awkward when you knock on the owner's door and announce to drop off an unmarked box. But the benefits far outweigh the hassle. Owners who receive a pre-listing kit are more likely to believe in your ability to get the job done to a high standard. Some notes on how not to do a pre-listing kit. I've watched many salespeople over the years chuck a pre-listing kit together without much thought. 
filling it up with whatever they have in the office and whatever they have in those cubby holes where everyone stores the the uh the sheets for their listing packs um they might fill it up with flyers of recent sales without any explanation of what those houses sold for or when they sold or whether they're even um remotely comparable to the one you're going to see some people will put in a real estate magazine you know the latest issue of the property press without even knowing whether that owner is even looking to buy it themselves They'll put in things like advertising prices, which is probably just going to confuse and upset a potential seller. Uh, they might put an agent profile piece, which is good. Uh, some chocolates, fine. And a branded pad, you know, the good old-fashioned branded pad. Uh, now, that sort of collation of info loosely put together might be better than sending nothing, but this jumble of paper is not cohesive or presented with... Uh, but if this, sorry, this jumble of paper is not cohesive or presented without... Uh, an explanation, then you run the risk of confusing your potential sellers. Your pre-listing box becomes nothing more than a place to store paper while they work through the appraisal process. So here's a little tip. Whatever you normally put together, give it to a friend who doesn't work in real estate. Ask them for honest feedback. Is it cohesive? Is it useful? Would they be impressed by this or slightly put off? Now, On to the most important part, which is, what can you send instead of a random bunch of paper? In my opinion, a very simple and effective option is simply to send a packet of quality coffee, ground ground coffee, or coffee beans, or tea, some fancy biscuits, or maybe some chocolates, and a handwritten card in a small box. And that handwritten card just says something like, thank you so much for getting in touch. I appreciate you thinking of me. I look forward to our meeting on Tuesday at 2pm, or whenever. And I'm excited to hear about your goals for the future. That's it, guys. Simple as that. So just kind of like a little box saying, uh, hey, I'm going to come and sit down with you. Let's just have a coffee. I'm excited to hear about your journey and what you're trying to achieve. I think that sends a really cool message that you're interested in them. Make sure you only use high quality products. If you know that the owners have a pet, Throw in some fancy dog biscuits if you want to. If you know they have kids, throw in some kid-friendly snacks or one of those little mini packs of Lego too. These are all items you can store in bulk in your office. So it's easy to put a pre-listing kit together at short notice. So this kind of, by stripping it right back to what's important, this really uncomplicates the, the hassle. So you can have 20 packs of coffee or 20 packs of biscuits sitting in your office cupboard ready to go when you need to put a pre-list and get together. And you could even pre-write the cards if you wanted to um, or handwrite it each time there's one that needs to go out. But use the same script every time so you don't have to think too hard. There's something to be said about this idea of breaking bread with clients and giving edible gifts that can instantly take your uh, relationship to a higher level. Uh, This kind of thoughtful delivery is arguably worth more than a fancy brochure with all the reasons why they should list with your company. Uh, It is certainly better than an ad hoc collection of real estate material. Throw in some client testimonials too and you'll be setting yourself up for a successful appraisal process. Because what do sellers really want to know? They want to know that you care, that you know how to do the job and that you've done it before, basically. Those are the kind of three boxes that you need to tick during this process so here are some other ideas here are some actually useful things to include in your pre-listing kit Uh, you could put in an intro letter which kind of introduces uh, you and the way you operate uh, in the 
written version of this post, we have a template that our members can access where I've actually pre-written a letter for exactly for this purpose for you. Um, so I'll put a link in the show notes to the article that goes with this and you can find that template there. Uh, you can put a, a seller survey is a really good idea and I'm going to run through that with you shortly. A seller survey is a great um, barometer and I'll explain that in a second. You could put Agent Monday articles that are focused on helping sellers. So we've got some great articles on our site which are targeted at people who are looking to sell in the near future with lots of really good advice on things to do, uh, mistakes to avoid or how to prepare their home for sale uh, and how to attract as many buyers as possible. So you could provide them with some of that info, maybe just one article per sheet and include a few of your favorite ones. You could provide them with presentation tips specifically on how to get the best possible price. Uh, you could provide an approved list of local tra- tradespeople, you know, your trusted plumber, handyman, house washer, uh, builder if they need, uh, anything along those lines, maybe a, a person who does um, staging, your favorite mortgage advisor. All of these people are going to be really handy to your owner who Having, you know, maybe if they're not in the property game that much, they may not have access to all these sort of relationships. Uh, you could provide a blank pre-sale to-do list, actually a handy thing for the owners to fill in with all the points that come up from either reading your material or from talking to you at their appointment. You could provide recent comparable sales. Now try and make them as useful to the owners, as comparable to their property as you can. Pick some that are maybe a bit better or, or not quite as good and let them digest that information so that they can ask you about it when you're at the appointment. And last but not least, and we've mentioned this before, but your recent personal sales history and testimonials. It's that social proof. You, If nothing else, you want to put social proof in there so that the owners know that you know what you're doing. So back to seller surveys for a second. Uh, so including a seller questionnaire in your pre-listing kit is an ideal way to get a read on the listing situation the moment you walk in the door. And what I mean by that is this. If you arrive for your appointment to find the owners have filled in your survey questionnaire, then you know they are engaged with your service and are keen to hear what you have to say. That listing, it isn't in the bag yet by any means, but you stand a decent chance of winning the business. If, on the other hand, you arrive at the property and they haven't filled in the form or even looked at it, then you have some serious rapport building work to do. You know, if you're their fourth option uh, on the list and they haven't even taken the time to look inside your box, then you're really on the back foot and you need to step it up real fast. Um, So I I used to look at it as kind of like a a temperature gauging thing. Um, And I knew that if the survey was filled in when I got there, I could probably sort of, they they were ready to hear what I had to say. I didn't need to maybe log as much time on the rapport building side. Maybe they're a past client already, or maybe they just had heard good things about me. So it just allows you to kind of judge where you're at at that uh, at that stage of the process with them. Some questions to include in this seller survey. Uh, basically, you, I'm just talking like a blank sheet with these questions on it with maybe a little bit of branding on it. But you could ask questions like, what are the three things you love most about your home? What do you love most about the location? What changes have you made since you brought the property? What will selling your property allow you to do? How soon are you planning on selling? Have you sold a property before? 
When you brought the property, where did you first see it advertised? And what was it that made you contact us? So this is all really important information to understand what their motivations are, what they love about the home so that you can focus on that in your advertising because the same, the next buyer is probably going to like the same things, um, how they feel about marketing and what was it that made them contact you, which is really critical for your marketing moving forward. So uh, I've got a list of those questions written out on the blog post that goes with this podcast. So I'll, as I say, that you'll find a link to that in the show notes and a seller survey was one of my favorite tools to use. So I encourage you to give that a try. And, and as this temperature gauge tool, it can really work very well. So hope that gives you some ideas. Uh, I strongly encourage you to use pre-listing kits. But if in doubt, just go with a really simple option. Just maybe a packet of biscuits, some nice coffee or tea, maybe some nice herbal teas. Put that into a box. And put it with a nice handwritten card with a nice simple message on it and get that to the owners well in advance of when you turn up for that very first appraisal meeting. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe. If you're not an Agent Monday member, come and check it out. You won't regret it. Uh, The website is agentmonday.com. We provide you with content every week to... uh, Fill up your email newsletters. It's lead generating content that's designed to bring listings into your business. Not only that, we teach you how to use that content to generate more listings. So we provide you with pre-written stuff. You don't have to worry about what am I going to put in my newsletter this week. We, we put it all there for you. All you have to do is send it out to your database. So check that out, agentmonday.com. Thanks everyone for listening.